<laughs> Next thing I know, I'm jumping out a shorty window in front of a bus stop full of people, son. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all should do a podcast for real. Yo, but like, what would we call the podcast, though? Boy, I don't even know, but it gotta be something that represents us. Look, man. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. Yo. Be back with another one. Be back with another one. Uh, unfortunately, Drake couldn't be here. Unfortunately. Had some personal business to take care of. But today we do have a special guest. Somebody I consider OG. You know? Just here to talk to us about some of the life lessons and things he's been through and, you know, shed some light on some things so we we could just get a different perspective on things. Got my Uncle Turk here. Thanks What's for up? being here. Now I'm not I'm OG, but I'm not an old OG, so don't <laughs> you know what I mean be easy, OG. I got you, I got you. <laughs> but um talk to the mic more. But um we just uh we gonna we gonna get in here, we gonna have a conversation, we gonna just you know what I mean? We gonna vibe today. So I was like, um I was watching the last OG the show on TV and shit, Tracy Morgan. And something that hit me was like when he went in, certain things that the norm was going on at that time, such as like a lot of people relied on their hands, a lot of people relied on like putting their degrees to use at that time, trades and shit like that. That was the norm at that time, right? No, definitely. So I just wanted to talk about how the things, how things are like portrayed now, where you could go to school, get the degree, come out, and get a job where you ain't got nothing to do with that shit. Oh yeah, no, I definitely get what you're saying. Is that the fact? Because you see it a lot with guys on the inside. We go inside and we get, you know what I mean? Because education is very important to getting you out. Mm-hmm. So therefore, a lot of dudes get these focus and they do, you know what I mean? I got a degree. I got a master's degree in um, theology and I got a bachelor's degree in professional studies. Okay. However, the field is open because of all the um, criminal justice reform stuff. Yeah. So therefore, the field is open for work in that field. But realistically, after doing 26 years, coming out and jumping into that, the money ain't there for that. So, right. So it's no, it got to be mine for that. But over the years, like, I've seen like the changes, the subtle changes, like you were saying, of how a fight can be a fight, and it's just you know hand stuff. Yeah. Today everything is like everybody's going to the gun and everything else. <laughs> that started like right around the time when I went in, because I know a lot of times I used to do things, you know what I mean, but relied on the other thing as well. So times have changed a whole lot though that's what what, not to cut you off that's what I was saying in regards to like like I said like I come from I come from I grew up on a farm type shit you feel me so like a lot of this stuff was like home they call it home act when we was growing up like you know what I mean like learning how to shit learn how to write letters I know niggas that don't even know how to write a proper letter they don't know what a letter what a the address go Yeah They don't know how to write checks <laughs> You know what I mean They don't know how to fill out money orders Like shit like that That was like so second nature Back when we was growing up Kind of like died out now Because everything just changed The, indust- the industry changed Damn. Completely So when I was Like what was What was the hardest part of that 
Like like you said You got masters And all that shit What's the hardest part Of that Like now Like knowing that For you to even survive You can't even say oh, I got this masters In theology And then niggas Will be like Alright but we We need niggas To mop up the, the hallway <laughs> No definitely You feel me Yeah So now you uh, You got that masters But you but I'm working in a whole totally different, different field. Different I'm field. doing doing um labor work. Yeah. You know what I mean, basically, I'm doing like construction, asbestos removal. But it's like construction. I'm doing that because that's where the money at. Got to right. go where the money at. So therefore, my focus is there. But that transition for me is like working period is a transition for me. I'm keeping it hundred. When I was home, I've never had a job in my life. Like coming up. I was in the street I right. grew up in the street I was in the street So I've never had a job In my life So the idea of Now Inside you Working You have to work You know what I mean Programming and stuff like that But still Even then It was like It was lazy stuff Because I'm knowing I'm, I'm not getting paid for nothing So what am I putting Some effort in there for So therefore mm. I didn't really take it serious Now I know That this is how I have to eat And I have bills to pay And responsibilities In that sense So I'm definitely um, I take a Have a totally different look On work Like right now With this whole Corona thing And work being suspended It's like What's going on now Like how I'm going to do What I need to do Right You know what I mean But I definitely going to make it work For me though I always been able To make it work Yeah I was just talking To JP earlier We was talking about That whole situation And Certain people In certain fields They don't really understand Like I was telling him I don't really I don't really know What a lockdown means Like <laughs> I still gotta go to work bro <laughs> Like Yeah there's There's a few fields Where it's like The fuck a lockdown as, as messed up As it may sound But Like that don't affect us Cause at the end of the day No matter what's happening We still gotta go yeah. Like working in a medical field For us We Good still gotta worker. get there exactly. They they not hearing none of that. Stay home, shit. But it's it, it it you know, what I do want to do is just you know send a shout out and uh send my love and prayers to everybody who is affected and you know can't go do what they got to do to provide for their families. Cause I can understand how hard that can be. So yeah. I hope I hope that I hope this passes soon. Word man. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about was um. You touched a little bit on how, you know, back in the day you was in the street and everything. I wanted to get your opinion on how things have changed compared to how things were in the street back then to how they are now. Because at the end of the day, like I said before in my life, the streets is always going to be the streets, but the streets have evolved. So I just want to see your opinion on how things have evolved. What I've seen the differences from then to now is like... How people used to congregate We used to be on corners And people be out Everywhere All types of night All day Today you don't see that Like that You know Like I said they, I've been moved to I'm in Castle Hill now So therefore Being in Castle Hill The idea of it was like I'm going back to the projects And I'm thinking that It's going to be like A wild environment Where people are Hanging out all day With a lot of crowd And everything else So I was a little Reluctant Thinking about moving back to Castle, Moving to Castle Hill but when I got there It was like It was silent It was quiet Like in front of my building There's nothing going on So it's like I'm going in and out And there's nothing I'm not looking for anything But the fact that There's no one be out there It's just It boggles me Like wow Little park right behind the building I don't see nobody out there Playing ball or nothing But some Little little kids So it's like Alright So that's A big difference for me 
So I'll be looking at things. I watch everything. So when I'm moving, I'm looking and the way things are done today seem to be very, very like low key. Yeah. You know what I mean? Very low key. Before you knew when you were somewhere what was going on on site. It was right there. You know, so the funny thing is that on um Jamaica Avenue, the movie theater. People and on Jamaica Avenue by the block of the Coliseum. I don't know if how many familiar with Queens. I know you are. But you walk down those blocks and certain things the way people hustle today is ridiculous. Like and I'll be like, what the how do you do that? Like every two steps you take, you know, I got that sour, got that sour. And I'm like, what the heck? Like, how does that even happen? You either know where it's at or you don't. And <laughs> the advertising is like, really, this is and this a thousand guys doing this, like I just That's totally different Totally new for me So it's like wow I can see it back then I can see it I can see it You think it got sloppy? In that aspect Very sloppy But in general Like if there's things going on There's definitely going on Where you don't see it like that Okay Like I said before You could go down God Bro Or any of these Um and, and basically projects And on Sufton And you will see yeah. The activity The action going on I go down Them same avenues And blocks And you don't see The activity As you did When I left And almost everything Looked so much cleaner I have to give it that too Like they cleaned up The city like They cleaned Really cleaned the city up Like a lot It was blocks That The sidewalks Was like You know what I mean You You gotta Be a billy goat To get down the block And now it's like Paved out and everything, so a lot, a lot has cleaned up. But as far as activity, street activity, I don't see it like it used to be. Definitely don't well, see it. Well, I see. I wouldn't expect you to see it how it was because there's a drastic difference in how things are handled in the street between our generation and the younger ones now. Mm. Like we talked about it before on a previous episode. I've had an argument or a back and forth with a, with a young young dude, and he's the tough guy. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. Everybody know who I am in the street. Ah, uh-uh. and his whole the he the nigga literally said to me, "Real niggas do shit. Don't worry about the consequences later." And I said, "That is the <laughs> dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life." Yep. Like Definitely. I don't like. I, I could imagine how shit was in your time, but even in our time, we like hell no. Like the whole point of doing certain things was to not get, get caught. caught. No. Not worry about the consequences later. So I'm like I can imagine your shell shock just seeing how brazen certain things are. But that's that's the thing with me. I haven't seen nothing brazen like I have I don't know if the way I move or what. Nothing. I don't see anything. Like no approach, no I I didn't see a fight, like nothing. Nothing. See some people arguing and they was arguing there for about twenty minutes and that was it. But that's a new. That's yeah, another no, new exactly. thing. Yeah, that's sure. another new thing. Like, like I, I, I said, I can't speak for your time, but mm. I know us. We was kind of in in our era. We was more of a. You would you would you would look at your boy funny if he's sitting there arguing with somebody for fifteen minutes. You'd be like, yo, my my dude, you either gonna swing on homie or we out, cause we not doing this. Mm, definitely. So um. Plus the the behind the scene operation was way more important at that time. Like yeah, I'm not going. Like you said, you either going to swing on son or we out. Cause 
Whatever you do The consequences Can fuck up What we really doing John You feel Dunn. me Definitely But if you look at it And yet in, in in the time When you was coming like, like he said Ain't no real difference Really Because Compared to what's going on Now with these little niggas This shit is insane You feel me Like you saying No fight That's true A lot of these niggas Is not fighting mm. Shooting Like these Crazy. niggas is, When they say Sliding out your block They really doing that Like they'll come Slide down your block Shoot you in front of everybody Be caught Or go snitch Something Like no. that's happening That wasn't a norm for us You feel me No definitely So It's obviously changes Like I see it all the time So it's like I can see why you would walk down And ain't the timing that you on come, Coming out of the situation You came out of You on different timing anyway Oh damn You feel me So your movements You probably like Avoiding these You got tunnel vision Involuntarily oh, he, No definitely In I'm, your mind You like I'm locked in nigga. Like I ain't That's right You feel me You seeing things A whole different way Cause you probably Seeing it like Now I ain't even Gonna waste my time Y'all niggas ain't Gonna survive a day Up there No <laughs> You and, feel me No that's the, And that's the thing Is the issue is that People think about Deal with the consequences Later You don't have a clue What the consequences Is gonna be And when those things Come down on you it's How do you stand from there Yeah So it's to deal With the consequences Later That don't even make sense Like how does that Even make sense Yeah that's what That's what mm. I said I'm like <laughs> I deal with the consequences I got kids yeah, Exactly I gotta, I gotta think about The consequences You can't just deal With them later You gotta think about What the consequences is And is it worth Going there Yeah um, That shit's crazy No it's insane Definitely is It's insane I just feel like I feel like As far as that is concerned Alright Let me ask you this question then Do you feel like Some of the blame And some of the onus Needs to be on Your generation Or even ours For not handing down The proper way Things Should be handled When it comes to Dealing with things in the street For sure Look if you don't teach the youth what they're gonna do, they're gonna find they're gonna find their way. They, the blind follow the blind. So therefore, if you don't know something, you go to your man and you think he know, and he's gonna teach you something that you don't know. So therefore, if the guys who came before you they not giving you anything, where you gonna go? You gonna sit there and try and figure it out on your own and make your own way. So I I, I, I agree with that. The onus is on the generation before and the generation before. See my um. I appreciate that simply for the fact that a lot of the, a lot of the, you know, OGs, elder statesmen, whatever you want to call them, right? The guys that came up before us, they sit back and just judge the young dudes without taking responsibility going, maybe we should have passed that down. A lot of times what we hear is, yo, these little niggas is wilding and that's it. And it's like. Yeah they wildin' But you know Cause I can say that I Like I like certain things That I've had The experience I went through I've I've at least tried To impart In my little brothers Just so they know Like yo look Coming up This is what I did Or certain things Like I've had situations Where I had to Stop my little brother From doing something Crazy Like I tell I tell this story From time to time Like I come home It was a situation My little brother Had a situation I come home He in my closet He in my closet Cause I had I had something in the closet So he He like yo I need that I'm about to And I'm like nah mm-hmm. I'm like what happened We talked We figured it out We, You know what I mean We went and dealt with the situation But I feel like It's not enough of that It's sometimes people like Yo Go, go do what you do 
It just it need to be more like I don't think this is the way to handle that. No, definitely. And that's when I was inside. I deal with anybody, age group, anything. So therefore, I didn't sit there and like a lot of dudes. Nah, you can't deal with them young boys. They're not gonna listen. They don't understand. They don't listen to you if you. They can't relate to you. If they relate to you, if they can see themselves in you at some at some point, then they'll they're more likely to listen to you. So therefore, I used to pull them up and I I chop it up with them. Never no gang stuff, nothing with me. That my entire um my entire bed, but I dealt with anybody regardless of what their situation is, and they had a level of respect for the way I gave it up. Like situations that could have went down in a whole another way. I'm like, yo, my man, is that really what you're trying to do? You trying to get out of here? You ain't trying to get stuck because they will get you stuck here, and you have to really think about how you're gonna go about handling something. But there's others who just sit there and that what blows minds is. I see the older dudes, guys from my generation, my age, following the younger guys, which blows my. I was like, I don't even understand that. Like, how does that even happen? Like, shit, I don't know. Yeah, how does it happen? Like, dress everything. They trying to be the young boy again. They trying to relive a certain lifestyle, and it's like, and it's crazy is with guys who have never been during their time, and now you're trying to relive it during someone else's time, and it's like, what the heck, like. That definitely blow my eyes. I read a I read a meme the other day that I had posted like three four years ago, and it like you know how Facebook give you the reminders. Yeah. So it was one of those, and and I put the funniest shit is when niggas gonna realize they thirty two or they in their thirties, and all they did was try to impress the streets. No. You feel me? So hearing you say like it's niggas that's. Older or older generations who should have the wherewithal and know like the the way to do things or the way to operate, trying to follow with the young fat or just run behind the clout. That shit, that's more or less what's really happening. It's just like you said earlier, blind leading the blind. Cause it's like if you if you sitting down for a certain amount of time and you ain't use that time to do what it's supposed to do. Cause in theory, it's supposed to rehabilitate rehabilitate you and. I guess like pay your debt or whatever the case is, but you're supposed to take that time to own in your mind frame or whatever, right? <laughs> if you ain't taking that time to get yourself right, you bound to repeat everything all over again. Exactly, and that's what it is. Is that a lot? Self reflection is the key to doing time. Right. If you're doing time and you just doing the time as day going by, and I'm just moving through the day through the day, you're gonna always be stuck. Because you don't even realize Where you went wrong In the first place Because you didn't self-reflect mm-hmm. You know what I mean I spent so much time Doing self-reflection You know what I mean Because I've done a lot of things That I know I didn't have to do Like even my situation That I went in for I didn't have to do that Right I chose to do that Because of how I felt About certain things And how I viewed certain things Right But I took that on myself It wasn't something that Oh my life was in the line And this that No it wasn't none of that It wasn't none of that But I took it upon myself To do something I ain't had to do and I lost out so much. Like, my daughter was just born. My daughter wasn't even a year old when I went in. Mm-hmm. My daughter's 28. Missed her entire life yeah. in there, you know what I mean? Relationships, all types of things have I have lost out on from being in that being there. But when I was there, first getting there, you were not thinking about any of that. But it have to come a point in time where you sit back and you really reflect and think about where the fuck am I at? Like <laughs> exactly it's Cause I used to wake up Sometimes like How the fuck did I get here I know how I got here But it's still like What the hell Like 
How did it get here? Like it shouldn't have never got to this. Yeah, I wanted to ask like how long it took for you to understand in totality your situation and how it affects you and everyone around you, including the people that's in there. Like your mind frame at the time, your mental health for the lack of sense of the word or whatever, but where you was at mentally in that process. Like it ain't it ain't really sit because one thing, a lot of people fit real out. They think I'm never I'm I was sentenced to twenty six and uh twenty six and a third to life. Okay. Just turned nineteen years old. Couldn't even phantom doing that time. Right. My whole thing, man, I'm not doing no twenty how am I gonna do twenty six? Impossible, not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Not gonna happen. I'm gonna do the appeal and it's gonna come through and this, that, and that. A lot of people do that same thing. Until so, the point comes where you realize, I'm like, hold on, hold on, I'm here. <laughs> I am doing this time. Like, oh. And it was a point where I, I was like, I was in Attica box. And that's when it was like, it, reality set in. And it was like, yo, what the fuck are you doing? Like, the time you have, you can still, you're in there doing things that can create you getting more time. I can, my lights is out. I couldn't afford no more time. 20 something years to life. I'ma do more. I couldn't do more time. Right. So I had to really sit back and think about things. Sitting in the box, being in Attica, which is so far removed from the city and visits and stuff, it's a hardship. My daughter come visit me. She sleep half the time on the visit floor because the entire time it took for her to get there. Mm-hmm. So it's not. It was like non-productive. You're not getting visits like that. You're not getting things. So that time made me sit back and really think about things. Like hold on, hold on, hold on. And what I did was. I, I develop a big picture Okay And that's what I Always And always try to instruct people Have a big picture Because if you don't have a big picture You're going to go do anything My big picture became my daughter And I said I have to get home to her You know what I mean At some point I got to get home mm-hmm. So therefore She became my big picture So whenever a little Confrontation Little problems occur I think about The things that I have to lose You know what I mean So therefore I'm like Alright nah I can't do this I can't just be out there I'm not the type My personality is not Over the top I don't What's the name I get along with any and everybody Rarely in my life Have I had a problem About me mm-hmm. It's always You know My friends And me feeling the need To You know Help my peoples out Listen I ain't gonna let Nothing happen to you You sitting there with me yeah. So those situations happen So what I started Looking at Is like I have to help myself out Like I can't keep Putting myself out there Cause I'm the one That's gonna lose right. My family's gonna lose And I So I started dealing with people a little bit different. You know what I mean? Started talking a little bit different and handling things different. And it fell in place. And things went around, went a whole lot smoother. You brought your daughter up, right? Yeah. And I just want to ask, how important is the family dynamic to you? Like the family dynamic, and like I said earlier to reflect, earlier on, like, you said she came up to visit and the time it took to get up there, she either like tired or me personally, I don't do visits. Yeah. Cause of the whole little process. I hate that shit. And like you said, Attica, that shit far as fuck up there. That's right. You feel me? So I just productivity could be done. I could send a box, care package, whatever, but that's aside. I just wanna know like how important the fa- the family dynamic is and as far as their mental health in the process with yours like how are they coping how are you helping them cope as well as yourself 
because you now removed a part. Like if you was the breadwinner, you just removed the bread. Exactly. So now they got to find other ways to make things happen. So I wanted to know how important the. No, family dynamics is important in almost every aspect of life. That's how I view it. And I view family as like the top tier. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the the problem I used to have is the um, taking off friends and treating them like family when they shouldn't have been treated like family. You got to treat family like family. Not saying that you don't have friends like family. That becomes, but yeah. That becomes family, but you have to be mindful of your family. You can't lose yours, you know what I mean, taking on others. Right. But during that process, like, it was important for me, for my daughter to know who I am. So, therefore, I did whatever I could to let her know who I am. Whether I'm, whether she was a little girl, I'm writing letters, I don't get a response back. But I didn't get frustrated and say, I'm not writing it no more because I don't get nothing back. Right. I still continue to write my letters. Send cards every birthday, send little gifts if I got, you know what I mean? I'll hold mine and send things to let her know your dad is still here. You know what I mean? You still have a dad. Yeah. You're going to always have a dad and your dad is still here. So I did everything I can to the best of my abilities to remind her that her dad was still here. As far as now, I think that's important for them because sometimes children they get lost because they wonder about their parents mm-hmm. or what or who's not the person that's supposed to be in your life that's absent. Right. You know what I mean? You wonder and you you develop certain insecurities and everything else over that. So you try to do best to be a part of their life. So therefore, they their mental state and everything else. For me, it was the hardest thing ever. Like you know what I mean? Just thinking about. Something happening to my daughter And I can't do nothing Right You know what I mean I'm not knowing What a situation is You know Another guy in her life Things like that It was a name It bothered me It really Was really tough for me When she started dating And stuff like that And it was like Guys Her mother let me know The guy's this Or the guy's that And I'm like You can't be serious This would not be happening If I was home But I'm not home So yeah. what can I do you know what I mean? So you gotta you gotta walk that line very finely because you don't want to come off too hard and judgmental because then they're gonna pull away. Right. So you want to talk to them in a sense to where that they understand that you understand. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to judge you. I just want to understand where you at with something. So be open and honest and talk to me. You can talk to me. I'm not gonna be all hard and but at times you have to be hard like. I used to tell her mother all the time because her mother's there providing for her, doing everything else. I'm not doing any of that. So, therefore, I tell her at times, her mother, I felt giving them too much because she don't want to feel bad. She don't want to be the bad guy. She feels she's making up for the absence of me. The you know mother? I mean? Yeah, the mother. Okay. So, so I would try to tell her, like, listen, make I, I'll be the bad guy. Like, when you want to say no about something, tell her no. Your dad said so, you know what I mean? Or put her on the phone. I would let her know that it's not going to happen because I'm saying so. You know, it's hard being removed and trying to, you know what I mean, discipline and try to keep things in order, especially if you don't have someone who's working with you. Like, you know what I mean? If you don't have your partner or the the child's mother or somebody working with you, definitely going to be difficult. Definitely going to be difficult. I didn't have that big of a problem with my daughter mother in regards to my child, you know what I mean? So... It was I, and it was it helped it helped relieve stress. It helped make things easier, and like I said, it was my focus point for me getting out. You know what I mean? That helped me to really tone down a lot of the nonsense and like stray away from a bunch of extraness. So definitely important. Has there ever come a time where 
in the process of it all out of frustration or whatever the case may be where your daughter would go nigga what you gonna not not in these words but mm-hmm. like the, the the attitude is like yo what you gonna do now you can't do nothing <laughs> like has there ever been a time where cause kids do that no you kids me? definitely kids do that. definitely rebel like like we had a conversation too where we was talking about the step people the step people the step kids and shit and it's like you, you're not my dad mm-hmm. so then you didn't really have that that closeness in that aspect in the physical form no. you feel me so as far as she know you you let her she come see you you this person that they told was my dad no but that parental role or whatever and she like nigga what you gonna do you can't do nothing I'm gonna do what I wanna do anyway like I ever got to that point no, of frustration I, luckily no but you've seen you've I've seen, seen it a ton of times you know what I mean you see it all the time I see kids let me see what does she do the most like she would get upset and like try and distance herself but she my daughter is so much like me right and personality wise like we're not if we're not feeling something we'll distance ourselves before we be vocal about it right you know what I mean so she never got to the point where she was like what what, what you can do or what you not do you know what I mean she never gave me that mm-hmm. she always gave me that level of respect but I know when something going on that she not feeling something I say cause she pulled back uh, you know what I mean so I, that's how I can tell when she pulled back cause to this day it's the same thing we can talk about an issue and when if she's not feeling what I'm saying she's distance just pull back and distance herself so how you deal with that before like Cause now you could obviously pull up on her, have that conversation face to face. It's still kind of difficult today. Oh really? Because <laughs> yeah. she's a grown woman, like you know what I mean. Oh, like, yeah, she's twenty eight. Yeah. Like she in her way. Exactly. Yeah. She working. She what's her name and me moving and shaking. So therefore, you know. But back back when I was inside, only thing I can do is just keep just keep being consistent. Okay. That's my whole thing. That's I think that's the most the biggest thing with parent is you gotta be consistent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because Kids look for structure and they want structure, but it's how you give them the structure. You know what I mean? So therefore, I really look at it as like, I just was consistent. I don't sit there and scream on her or argue or nothing like I said. I sit her down and we talk like we're, you're an adult, I'm an adult. Talk to me, just let me know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I tell her, any decision you make, whether it's good or bad, I got your back on it, but let me know what's going on. Right. And make a decision based off of what you want for yourself, not what you think others expect of you or one of you you know what I mean so always try to keep her you know focus on herself you know what I mean doing things for herself instead of others because that was my my downfall doing things for everybody else yeah you know? okay but you you rent, you mentioned it earlier like when you when people would come in on the block or whatever and you would deal with them in whatever faction you would deal with them and you said that they won't listen to you Listen to you unless you're relatable. Yeah, and kids are pretty much the same, same way. Exactly. Because if, like I said, if they don't, it's not about being respected for the most part. Well, it's about being respected. Let me rephrase what I'm saying. It's not about the the actual definition of being respected, like out in in person. Mm-hmm. It's just like they have to have that that give to get type. Exactly. Thing, you feel me? So I guess with the Consistency, you kind of get that cachet with them, and as far as the respect thing, oh, definitely, because then you relate, because you you actually have conversations and you know things about them that they opened up to you or whatever the case exactly. may be, and you know, forgive me if I got involved in 
You know what I mean? Like, if I ask too many questions about that shit, because I always wanted to know people that did not know two, three years time. I need to talk no, to people niggas did that substantial time. Definitely. How that dynamic work as far as the family, because you're a person that's obviously pivotal to your daughter's life, but you're removed physically. Mm -hmm. So how do you keep that physical presence? I always wanted to ask that shit. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I said, reaching out, reaching out in any form possible. Birthdays, Christmas, hol haven't been one holiday where if I couldn't buy a card or purchase a card, I'm drawing something or I'm writing something. No, I mean you gotta do any yeah. little thing just to remind them that mm -hmm. you do have your father. You have a father. You have a father. Like situation happened where my daughter's mother decided to move with deal with someone else. Mm -hmm. So he's in my daughter's life or whatever. That's that another. And the thing is like. The idea of him being called dad, and she's like, no, no, me, I know, and she was only like five years old at the time. Okay, but she, no, that's you're not my father. I know who my father is. Like she knew who her father is because at that time, I told you I haven't been in her life since she was ten months old. Okay, but I made my presence and my daughter's mother help make my presence known in her life. So therefore, she knew. No, I mean my dad is my dad. Like I know who my dad is. If my um, daughter mother told me one time, have a picture with a picture of me that sit on the nightstand that she could look at, and she was upset with me one day. And she sat the picture down, like faced it down. Mm. You know, little things like that. But it's not like she disregard. I don't want to see him or none of that. It was just little things like that. But the idea of being present is important and presence doesn't always mean physical and that's what yeah. i think a lot of people think is presence is physical you got to be physically present in every situation you can be present by planting seeds and ideas you know what i mean whether they listen or not i tell people all, this, all the time is you can tell the kids what to do and this that another you give them your little lessons and stuff they may not take it right then and there but they don't forget it yeah i remember i told my daughter things years ago and Later, she would write a letter and repeat some of the same stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, therefore, I knew it was getting across to her. It was getting in. So, therefore, it's like, okay, this is why you don't stop. You continue to make your presence felt and be known in their life because it's not always about physical presence. It's about, you know what I mean, just them feeling the presence of having. You know what I mean? That's really important. In the vein of relationships, we, what's your what's your what's your stance on kind of like the whole going like you gotta go take care of your business you gotta go do your bit you gotta do your time right, mm. but you have a woman yeah what's your stance on like that that whole wait for me situation type thing like I've always said this if I got locked up and I gotta do one or two stay your ass home. <laughs> Hold me down I'll be back If I gotta do three or more I can't knock you For what happens In that time If you If we still good And I can You know We maintain contact And I can come home To something Great But I'm not gonna be mad Or spiteful Or whatever Because of whatever Went down while I was inside For that long But one or two You can hold it down For one or two That's how I feel Yeah I always looked at The situation I'm always realistic With myself About everything you always gotta be realistic with yourself. If you know what you was about when you was home, if you was out there, you know what I mean, doing you and everything else, and every other minute she got to deal with the somebody else and all, 
what do you expect to happen? Like, really? You want the scene? What do you expect to happen? Yeah. I don't care if it's one, 60 days. Like, come on. What do you expect to happen? If you was home, how would you be giving it up? I married my daughter mom when I first got um when I first got locked up. No. So the idea was there of, yeah, this is my wife. This is what we're doing, and this, that, and other. But we was both kids, and I know how I was giving up before I went in. So one time she asked me, like, right after we got married, and I first went upstairs, she asked me, she says, if the situation was reversed, and you was home and I was here, what would you do? And I was like, I can't lie and say I wouldn't do nothing. Should have not answered. <laughs> I, come on, how you not answer? Not answering is an answer sometimes, you know what I mean? Because yeah. now you live the idea in their head for them to create what they want the answer to be. So therefore, I said, listen, I said, regardless of what, I'm going to be there for you in any way I can. But I couldn't tell you that I'm not going to be out there humping. Like, I was doing this before before I went in. Like, realistically, come on, I'm... How you gonna believe that? You want me to tell you a lot of? I said I, I'm not gonna do that. I'll tell you what it is. Like you know what I mean. I would do what I'm doing, but it would never be an issue between you and I. Like where you're not getting visits, you're not getting what's the name. And that's all I accept. That's all I expect in return. Like you know what I mean. I don't realistically thinking someone's sitting there gonna be waiting their whole life. Now people have situations, and I've seen as far as I can see. People holding people down to a degree. I don't know what's going on on the other side of the wall. And as long as I don't know what's going on on the other side of the wall, leave that shit over there. That's that's my thing. Don't put it in my face. You know yeah. what I mean? If it is what it is, you know what I mean? Please, that's I mean, put funny it in my enough, face. that's my current stance on a lot of things now. Yeah. Like, I could, like, I've had situations where, I, look, I'm home, I'm out in the world, I'm living, and me and Shorty feel each other, but we not. In that relationship type thing But I'm cool with Yo If you live your life You live your life Do you I'ma live my life Do me When we come together We we what we are Just be respectful about it Cause I ain't gonna let Nobody be able to put Nothing in your face So don't make nobody Be able to put nothing In my face That's how I feel mm -hmm. I feel like that situation As a whole Ain't a hard thing to Keep together as long as both people are on the same page. Yeah. And the hardest part, a lot of times, is getting people on the, on the same, same page. page. Exactly. Oh. People want what they want, and the, the idea of something is great until it's actually put in front of you. Then that's when it's like, oh no, it's something else. And I don't know. I right, quick question. You said you was married. Yeah, I was married to my daughter's mother. So, so earlier when you said she moved on. And that other dude was in. I was still married to my daughter's mother at that time. How, how did that happen? What do you mean? <laughs> I was saying, in, like, I was inside. That's they, got, they got married because <laughs> she was going in. I ain't gonna say we got not, married not because, because, because we was going in. Because you know, but that played a part was, in it. Of course it did. You know, at that age, who think about being married at 19, 20 years old? Like, yeah, you know what I mean. I. But yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. I'm. Shit, I know things happen. I understand this. It wasn't wasn't confusing for me. Like, what was what was the confusing part for me is like when now that situation over our minds. Then that's when I'm like, what the hell? Like, really? This is where we at? Like, how does this happen? How is he? You know what I mean? The idea you're trying to replace me now. Yeah, yeah. that's that's, that's my I was that's my issue. Yeah, the idea <laughs> of replacing me. You, you know what I mean To the that. degree of With my daughter And everything You know That's a That would be an issue Right there As long as it's no Listen I What do I expect to happen Like come on I'm realistic 
I don't sit and live in fantasies and a lot of people try to live in that fantasy of nah it's gonna be great and it's gonna work out and like I said I knew what I was doing when I went in we had issues going in mm. I was just not going I was just gonna work out really oh. alright <laughs> <laughs> I was just like yo he was married no. and another dude was in in the daughter's in the life no. due to the that's a tricky situation <laughs> <laughs> to navigate, especially when you behind the wall. Hmm. Cool, you, you prevailed, my nigga. <laughs> Listen, I did my best, I did my best to hold it together. Hey, me, I I didn't see niggas get sentenced sixty days. They shorty already popping off, so I don't got a time. Like he said, you. I seen niggas at work and they shorty popping. That's off. what I was saying. <laughs> Shit so. have to do nothing on the inside. You see that right here, like. Yo, when one of your mates, cellmates in there, when they realize that they they ain't got the same mind frame as you, so they ain't going take this information in maturely like you are. But they realizing they girl or, or yeah, they girl out there giving it up, stupid. Listen, I've what seen, type of funny shit? I've is seen that? some and heard about some of the like craziest stories. I. God going on a visit, cutting his girlfriend and the the wife or whatever, like, and everything, like beating them up on visits and all of that. I've seen all of that. Shit, dude, just losing it. And yo, it's crazy, like how the mind can just like that. Seeing guys one day and everything was cool. I don't see him for a week or two, and then he's like, well, yeah, oh yeah. In the box. PSU, no, get the box. He's in a mental unit. Like, what the hell happened? Like that snap. It's like, oh man, that's what I I strive for to maintain my mental stability. Like, cause you can get caught up and really in your head about certain things. Like, it's, it's over for me. It's finished, and it's that another. And you go blow your cool, and then you realize, damn, it wasn't over until I just blew my cool, and yeah. now you fucked up. So I always did my best to maintain the mental stability and mental and physical. I was like, listen, I can't go home broken up and finish. Like, come on, I can't do that. Like, that just don't know. I couldn't. So my mental and physical was what I focused on. And to do that, I worked out, read everything that I can get my hands on. You know what I mean? Like I said, I did the school thing, took trades and everything. So I was making myself the best I can be for when I get back on this side mm. you know what I mean that's why I always tell, tell people like you gotta have a plan to get here you can't wait till you get here and then make your plan you got a plan before you even get there cause that's what makes it difficult when you get here you had no plan so you thinking that my man told me he got X and Y and Z for me when I get out there or my mom's or this or my baby mother that and this that and other, and this is how it's gonna work out and then you get there and you realize that wasn't what the situation was you know, right. people feed you an idea while you inside. Everything is great. We got this, and this is going to be that, and this is going to be great, you know. And then you get there, and you realize that's not the case. What do you do then? Now you're scrambling, and you what's the name, trying to figure it out. My transition has been so smooth. Like, I haven't had one issue yet. Like, I have been frustrated about nothing. Right. And it's also, like I said, my mentality, the way I look at things is, it's not a problem if it's something... That I can deal with It's not a problem It's just an inconvenience You uh-huh. know what I mean That's how I review things Inconvenience Alright I gotta wait Extra 10 minutes I'm not gonna get all upset And blow my cool Like say inconvenience 10 minutes I get to where I'm going 
So I look at things in that sense of not problems, inconveniences. You know what I mean? And it works for me. And like I said, I haven't had a problem with nothing being home yet. Nothing. And I had the plan. I set myself up to be in a position to where if one thing didn't work out, I could go do something else. If this didn't work out, I can do something else. You know what I mean? So you got to set yourself up to be in the best position possible. And that's in life, period. Anything you're trying to do You got to set yourself up To be in the best position possible mm-hmm. You know what I mean You can't say I want to be the engineer But you're not going to Doing anything In the field of engineering How you, how does that work right. You know what I mean So it's like Yo that's why I tell Like youth And kids and stuff Like yo What's the plan What's the bigger picture Give me a five year plan Or if you can't do five Three years Where you think you're going to be What are you trying to be And if you say something Then you What are you doing to get there You know True. What, I mean? what are you doing to get there I so one of the you know we've touched on it a couple times you know uh you had a very long bid did what 26 years right 26 years and four months 26 years and four months we ain't gotta get too much into the details of the case but one of the questions I did have was what is that thought process at sentencing like when you finally hear like this is how much time you gotta sit down for like what's the first thoughts going through your head in that moment i told you for me it was like no way in the world this is gonna this never gonna do that not gonna happen no way no way possible i'm i can't do that physically in my head i thought i could not do 26 years how am i gonna do 20 i haven't even lived 26 years yet at the time so i'm like i'm gonna do that yeah you know what I mean? So that was the the, uh, the initial reaction. Then laying back, when you get back to your spot and you lay in there, you're thinking about 26 years. Like, what the fuck? My life, like, it's over. It's over. First phone conversation, I called my daughter mother and was like, listen, we go ahead, live your life. This is done. Like, I'm finished. Like, I'm finished. That's what I'm thinking. I'm finished. And then you start to, like I said, the, the wishful thinking of, hold on, hold on, hold on. They messed up this at trial, and they messed that up, and they didn't do this right, and this, that, no. I got them. I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to get out of this. And your lawyer helped feed that idea. Of course, they're looking for the bread. So, therefore, yeah, you know, this was wrong, and that was wrong. And, and what I learned with the law, I tell people to, listen, I'm not saying you're going to do something. But know what it is that you're getting into in any aspect, like the the criminal codes and what time can be held for this. Because people have this misconception that oh, I do this, I'm gonna do this amount of time. I do that, it's gonna be this. No, no, the way they can charge you and things get outrageous, and then you get them numbers, and it's like, what the hell? How is that even possible? I only did this, that, another because you didn't know what the law said that holds. You know what I mean? So definitely gotta be mindful of that. And I always that's what I did. I went to. Beforehand, before trial, I may have been in the law library twice. After I blew trial, I was living in the law library because now I'm trying to get out, and that's backwards thinking. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. if I would have understood at trial what was going on and what the charges was against me and what needed to be proved, I could have done things that would have helped better my situation. I may even copped out in my situation. You know what I mean? What's, well, let me ask you this. Was that offer on the table? Initially, I have a co-defender. My co-defender wrote a statement on me, so therefore he um, he jammed himself up from right. day one. Right. When he got arrested, he wrote a statement, so therefore he's stuck. Right. They know they got him, so when they did that, he come. They come to me 
because I didn't give a statement enough, and then they came to me and said, I'll give you eight and a third of 25 to testify against your co-defender. At the time, I didn't know he already wrote a statement. So I'm like, nah, this is my boy. Like, nah, this is not going to happen. Nah, nah, nah. I'll argue with my lawyer for almost a month until one day he came in and we're arguing about this because I'm seeing my co-defendant. I'm like, yo, they're trying to play us against each other. Yeah, you're right. Ah, yada, yada, yada. Then one day my lawyer come in and he showed me the, um, gave me the statement and I read that shit and I was like, oh my fucking God. Like, I can't believe this. This is, this is my partner. Like, this is what I thought. Right. The whole situation is about him. Right. What we here for is about him. It wasn't me. It was about him. When I seen that, it was like, oh man. Damn. Still, they still offer me the eight and the third to twenty-five, and I said no, because the idea of the street, I'm not gonna tell. I'm not this thing. He already gave the situation up. There's nothing for me to tell on. You already put yourself there and everything. But I still was like, nah, I got a shot. I'm gonna fight it out and this that another. This this may sound like a weird question, but looking back at it. Do you regret not taking that? Of course. Listen, I just finished <laughs> 26 years of my life inside for a dude who gave it up, gave up the ghost day one. Like, he gave him everything. He stuck himself. He stuck himself. I was like, all you had to do is shut up. We would have both been home. Yeah, I was about to ask. You think if he ain't make the statement, y'all had a better chance? He was the only eyewitness to the crime. God damn son. Only I witness to the crime Fucking Crime cool happened beast. We didn't get caught We ain't, Crime happened in 1991 I got arrested in 92 A year later No one seen anything I hate Goldies But <laughs> Cause you, you gotta know. depend on them They story gotta yeah, be right Yeah exactly Exactly That's why I'm like Oh Fuck That's, And I, I told you about my shit Where we was boosting And my son Jobert <laughs> I could say his name Because he, he did that shit <laughs> This nigga get in there Like My homie Snoop We been through this situation Mad times He held me down Every single time I held him down We get locked up With this other nigga On the walking They took Snoop Snoop was like I ain't do shit Whatever whatever They seen my My rap sheet already They was like We ain't even gonna talk to him They see Jobert this nigga, yeah, we went to Macy's, we did this. We went to Old Navy, we did this. We went to Kelly, I'm like, looking for. Yo, them two niggas went home. I'm in there, fucked up, fucked mm -hmm. up. I'm just like, yo, y'all niggas is crazy. Codies, bro. <laughs> Codies. No, listen, man. What happened in Cody? Y'all still talking or he he? I haven't seen him shit. since 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 he got on the stand to testify that trial. I haven't seen him since. Yeah, that was a good answer. Yeah, I haven't seen this. <laughs> I haven't seen this. <laughs> mm. Like, luckily, and I, I talk about this all the time. We've, um, we've definitely did a lot in our life that probably ain't the best for us. But you know, thank God that he was on my side and sent the cops to his house every time. <laughs> <laughs> luckily, jail avoid me. But we, we got we got a weird thing. It's like jail always avoids me. But then when it kinda like relationship shit, all the drama comes Come to, to me. And he be cool. <laughs> it be it's weird. But that's how the universe works. But it's, it, you know, I, I always I always appreciate that that, you know, I never had to 
go through that process. Seeing him go through it a bunch of times. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> but um, one of the other questions I want to um ask you that is uh. Alright fine You you got sentenced You know this is your time Right What are some of the things You did During that time To keep busy Keep yourself Sane Keep yourself You know Grounded And what suggestions Do you have Because I'm pretty sure People that listen to this You know we 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 probably got some followers That about to go in About to do some time Like what suggestions Would you give them To just keep They self on the right track To get through that Uh that's like I was saying earlier is Self-introspection is first Like you gotta really get into yourself Really thinking about yourself And like I said Paint a big picture Whatever it is Don't have to be your kids Don't have to be something But it need to be something that's, That you can look at And say that's where I'm trying to go Big picture is very important Self-introspection very important What I did like I said I was in the law library in the law library Trying to figure a way out I'm in the gym Working out Playing basketball any little distraction to get you through the day that doesn't cause you to be in no extraness, you know what I mean? So that's those are the most important things. Reading today, education in um in New York State prison, education is so important and they're giving degrees away. You know what I mean? They're giving it away. And it's not we think that Going to school is so hard and so difficult and this stuff is like I'm not gonna be able to get it. Listen, when I left the street I didn't have a um, high school diploma, nothing. You know what I mean? I Stopped basically going to school in like the ninth grade. I went up to the tenth, eleventh grade, but I didn't do. I was just in, in high school. My entire high school trip was never school. It was me hanging out. Right. So therefore, the idea that you know you need to know, you learn this stuff if you apply yourself. That's it. All you do is apply yourself. You know, there's so much that you can do to really get yourself focused, and that will help direct you against the away from the nonsense. You know what I mean? Yo, what's the uh, you you seen that show for life? For no, I've I've been meaning to watch it, but I never seen it because I always miss when it come on. I don't have a clue when it come on. All right, so you you you're aware of the premise, right? I'm yeah. gonna just say the premise anyway. It's about this guy that got locked up. They charged him on some kingpin shit, and he wasn't he had nothing to do with it. Mm. They gave him a, a certain amount of time, life out, if I ain't mistaken, and he like got his shit together for his way out. No, my question is. On your time inside Did you come across people that Said they were innocent And maintained that innocent And did what they had to do And try to get out Because it don't work out that way for everybody Definitely But you seen people that's like Yo I really didn't do this shit Oh definitely Definitely What's they they mental like I have a um, My partner my boy Who I Still in touch with to this day You know what I mean He's still inside He called me on the weekends Or whatever I know Send him pictures and everything. He's innocent. He he you has. You believe a, that in your heart of hearts. I believe it in my. I know it because the way he is. Okay. He has a family that has a big name, mm. and his family is really really known like that. So therefore, his association is what made when they grabbed him. They didn't care who it was. It was the fact that it was part of the family. Okay. He still has that issue today because he's still fighting the case and everything else. Like. He 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 got like almost twenty years in. And he had lawyers that came and wasn't and the lawyer told him straight up, yo, if this was anybody else, they'd be out of here. But because of the district attorney and how they view your family and everything else, is why you're still here. 
How's his mental though? No, his, his his thing is he has his personality is kind of sort of like mine. That's why I think we mesh so well. He 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 have ups and downs. He have ups mm. and downs. I could because that's what I said. I said I know what I did. I don't pretend like I'm a saint or I was innocent. I know what I did. Yeah, listen, I eat that. Yeah, I, this is my consequence for it. But to be innocent in that situation, I couldn't even fathom how you go through it. That's and I understand why you asked that question. I couldn't even fathom how do you sit there every day go through this knowing it wasn't you. Because you got to look at the Khalif Browder situation. Exactly. Right? Where he know he ain't do shit. Damn near everybody around. Anybody that picked up that case. No. No, he ain't do shit. No. And even if he did, the the spending three years in a box... All that type of shit he went through mentally, that shit start to to eat away, at to you. eat away, and then you get that result. Yeah. You know what I mean? God bless his soul. God bless his mom's soul and all of them. But that whole situation and doing real twenty years, twenty years, and it mm. ain't nothing you could do to like alleviate your problems. Like you really in there going through the process. Going but then there's niggas that's that's saying, "Yo, I ain't do that shit," knowing that some part of it they did or that, no the. The acceptance of the responsibility. Yeah. Because I didn't do the actual shooting, therefore, I know what I mean? But you was there yeah. driving and everything else. So yeah. It's, it's the... People play the game with the system. Because I... In the beginning, I know what I did. Right? And I accepted it and everything. But part of me was like, yeah, I know what I did, but the law, y'all didn't do it the right way. Y'all didn't yeah. give me the right way. Yeah. Y'all pulled some bullshit to get me. So, therefore, I'm sitting there in my head like, nah, I'm trying to justify why I'm still here. Right. But I knew what I did. Like, come on. That goes back to what you said earlier about self-reflecting. That's you right. got to take that accountability because that probably could help you get through it a mm. lot better because once you... Once you tell your mind like, all right, we did this shit, then you can deal with it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, when yeah, you yeah. plan it in your head like the idea that you know, trying what I mean? to nah, figure yeah, out what you, nah, nah. So you gonna have this yeah. angst and this anger, and this is what creates that. But yeah, I just wanted to know like, knowing you ain't do something like that. Let's put it like this: the only thing I could fathom close to that is knowing like I got suspended for some shit in school. <laughs> And I'm like, yo, I ain't even throw that shit, yo. Mm. It was this nigga. But you don't want to do that. Yeah, exactly. Because that got consequences, too. That's right. You don't want to get that paperwork on you while you in there. That can make your life for a living hell. No. You feel me? So, I always wanted to ask that. And what's hard with that, too, is like, guys who go through that, and they have to go to their parole board. The parole board figuring that you're here, you was convicted, the jury said you did it, you did it. Yeah. You can't retry your case at the parole board. Or you got a little snippet of what's... All you're supposed to be showing is that I changed. Right. But when you're saying, I'm innocent at a parole board, and they're looking at you like, but you just did all this time, and I, I, it makes you wonder, how do I approach the parole board? Do I go in there and say, yeah, I did it. I just, you know what I mean? I'm remorseful, and this, that, and other, and I'm trying to get out. Or do mm -hmm. you maintain your innocence? Because saying, I'm innocent, may get you to, to, to hit at the parole board. Because now they saying you ain't taking responsibility, you ain't taking, oh, yeah. no, not showing remorse, and this, that, and other. So that's what's the really dicey with that situation. You have to really, and that's where I think it becomes stressful for an individual who's innocent, and they go in front of that parole board, and it's like, what do I say? How do I, you know what I mean? That's a situation you got to deal with. They got people to help, like, talk you through that situation. What, for the parole board? Yeah. I'll tell you like this Inside The people 
guys like me and who have information or who understand things, those who doing progressive stuff, we help each other. It's no outside it's outside entity that you can pay and they'll prepare a package for you or this, that, and other and they'll bust name. But the best work that you're gonna get done is from another and another person in that situation. Mm. You know what I mean And you walk them through it And we do mock parole hearings And asking the questions Just to see how someone react And it's that and other The and inmates do that? Yeah we do that we, we, They got programs for that And everything We do all that Oh that's dope And they Listen Inmates run everything in the prison From top to bottom Everything Everything Education wise We do the tutoring We do the You know what I mean Everything We have a professor come in And teach the class However Anything outside of that you gotta get from your peers. You gotta get from your people. Mm. You gotta get from your people. That's interesting shit. I wanted to ask you, because you know I me, mean? I, we touched on the family dynamic earlier. Has there any? Has there been any relationships, both family and non, that has been severed due to your sentence? Like niggas that just go. Oh, um, I ain't fucking with him no more or Shorties or whatever You said you was married so Yeah fortunate for, for me My family was like my core Like I said family always been Intricate part of my life You know mm -hmm. what I mean So my family been my core And they I always had the support of my family In one regards or another One may not be able to do everything But And that's the thing too Like I said Being realistic about what you're dealing with And what you have I got two brothers mm -hmm. His father And his uncle I know The two different personalities When I need something If I need some paper Or something I can go to his father Right Yo I'm This that and other The situation is this I need some What's the name What's the name And it get there But I know my other brother I know how he is too So therefore Phone call You know what I mean And I need someone to talk to I can talk to my other brother Cause we grew up And we was always The closest In right. that sense of so Relationship wise so he's always there, you know what I mean, in that sense. But it's knowing who's around, who you have around you, and who you could draw to, because you do. A lot of people do lose contact and lose people in their lives. That's just what's that? I feel I was very fortunate in my situation. My situation was a hardship because of my absence, me being in prison and not being home. Right. Other than that, no hardship. I ain't got a scratch on me from prison. Okay You know what I mean So it's like I didn't really have A really really hardship In the sense of The dealing with things Didn't go to bed starving at night And you know what I mean Think people go through that Didn't oh man I don't have no sneakers I don't have this My people made sure I was alright Right You know what I mean And I did what I was necessary To make sure that I was alright as well You know I didn't put everything On my family And a lot of people do that Put the whole pressure on their family And they forget that You know people out there Living lives as well you think that's fair when people do that? No, that's that don't make sense. I've seen guys on the phone cursing their mothers out about a pair of sneakers. Like, come on, oh she got the wrong color, and I'm like, what are you talking about, my man? Like, I don't. My mother passed away probably oh a month before I got arrested. Oh, so I don't have my mother at this time. Right. And to see how people are treating their, you know what I mean? They didn't buy the right beans or whatever. Like, come on. How do you sit there and go in on your mother on the phone, a loud conversation with everyone here, you talking and bitches and everything else to your mother? Like, I had, I try to avoid getting in situations like that, but I had to pull the guy up because I know him. I talk to you. 
Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, my man, how do you do that? No, nah, it's just you don't understand. No, I don't understand. And ain't nothing you can tell me to make me understand that, man. It's like this is your mother. Mm-hmm. You no, know, people got lives out there. Like you sitting, you sitting in here, where you don't really need much of anything. True. But and you did what you did. Yeah, again. exactly. And you sitting there putting the onus on her to make sure that you're all right while you're there. So it's just prison dynamics is ridiculous. And, uh, and you'll see all different dynamics in prison. You see, have, you see all different things. All different dynamics. Damn. All right. So we talked about the sentencing and how things were when you in there. Let's skip all that. Let's get let's let's get to you. You get the call, the letter, whatever. You get. You find out this is my release date. I'm getting out. What's the first things that's popping in your head at that moment? <laughs> It's funny that you asked this because people always ask me, like, yo, how do you feel? My personality, man, I'm so like nonchalant about so much. When I went and I got my response, because I've been to two parole boards, one, one six months early because of schooling, me doing education, um, getting a degree, they send you to parole board six months early. That parole board, they hit me, they denied me. Right. So therefore, when that happened, I was, I was like, can't be serious because Everything that I needed to do was done. So why are you hitting me? So therefore, now in my head, I'm second guessing myself. Like, oh shit, next time they gonna hit me again because it's nothing I can, I, nothing I can do to present myself any better than what I already done. Right. So uh, that was like that was a difficult thing for me. That whole situation. I went to the box right after that, but I got out. But when I did make it, it was elation, and it was like, okay, yeah, I'm on my way. But it wasn't like how some people be like over the top and just like oh sh- no, it didn't it didn't never done it for me. What was like one of the first like I right, you you out now you home? What was the one of the first things you wanted to go do? I I know obviously go see your family go see your daughter, but like once you got all of that out of there, what was the first thing for yourself you wanted to go do? I can't even tell. You. I I have no clue. Like seriously, real talk. My thing was. First getting out Like I said I wanted to see my daughter So she can't pick me up You know what I mean She can't pick me up We went and we had um, brunch So that was That was like The main thing for me Like You know what I mean Seeing my daughter Being able to be On that side The thing is Visiting in prison Right Even if you can What's the name It's still barriers You yeah, know what I mean yeah. Certain restrictions And everything else So it makes you feel A little distance Being out and able to just move and what's the name and that made it better so that's why it was important for me to see my daughter first on that side you know what I mean I wanted to be able to really grab her and hold her and just you know do things even though she's not with all that she pushed me <laughs> no, come on stop you've embarrassing me this that another that's why I don't like dealing with you but this is what she this is how she is she's very wrestling but that was what was big for me what was um something I wanted to do like it was just an idea of freedom, period, for me. Like, I can get up in the middle of the night and I can go go walk if I want to take a walk. I can leave the building. All right. So, you, you, you home now. You out. You did your time. You saw your, you saw your family. You saw your daughter. I, w- I would think, because this is only my thought process, and just knowing the person you are, I'm pretty sure imparting knowledge to other people is 
big for you Just making sure They had the information you want So what are some of the Some of the suggestions That you would give to Some of the guys who You know Just came home They just came home You know Sometimes coming home Be shell shocked Sometimes like To all the changes What are some suggestions For them Say A Getting acclimated And B num- And number one Actually Staying out Making sure they stay home What I think is most important is Take your time Be patient Be observant Be patient Because a lot of guys They get out and they try to run And do everything immediately Your dad was always telling me that Like yo be easy You're trying to do too much too fast And I'm like I can Because I already He don't know my plan He don't know what's in my head So therefore he think I'm moving too fast And I'm like nah I got this I'm alright But be patient and allow someone to help guide you You know what I mean Because sometimes you get Coming from a situation where You almost always told what to do Getting on this side Someone telling you what to do You may like You know what I mean Like nah listen I'm free You ain't tell me what to do Accept the advice from others And ask questions and what's in there Don't try and rush and do everything by yourself Or thinking that you have to do everything by yourself There's so many um programs out here That you can To the, the libraries They have Networks where You can find Almost anything you want So therefore Be abreast of what it is That you're trying to do And like I said Get as much information As possible on doing that Don't lock yourself Into the idea of I got this degree I'm going to here To do this That and other Field is overcrowded And everything else You may have to do Something else So therefore Try to get something else done So it's like I always like Tell people like be patient Don't rush into anything And really Truly Being mindful Of what it is That you have Like you know what I mean Cause a lot of people The idea of things Is what gets you caught up You have to know What the hell is in front of you Or what you capable of We think that we I can do anything Oh I can go down here I can do that job You see other people Who was in those positions And you say I can do that too And then you get in the job In the position And you have no clue Like what the hell Like you overwhelmed So be patient And know what it is That you're trying to do And take the steps To get there Got it Got it I don't know man That sound like another one to me Yeah that sound like another one uh, First and foremost I want to thank you For being here for Giving it. us your time Word. Giving us a plenty of information I'm pretty sure this knowledge is not just valuable to us But valuable to many of our listeners And I'm pretty sure your story is a story that people wanted to know And wanted to hear or needed to hear You get what I'm saying? Um, now that we signing out Just in case there's people who want to connect with you Reach you, get to know you more or Just need your help with this situation How can people reach you What's your Social media handles Whatever So they can reach you Oh On Facebook um, Turk Swenson On um, Instagram I'm I'm just I'm Turk186 On Instagram And uh, My email Is Swenson S-W-I-N-S-O-N Anthony A-N-T-H-O-N-Y Zero At gmail.com Alright So y'all heard it right here If y'all have any questions Or if y'all have any You know If y'all need any information Or just need somebody To talk to about the situation Or somebody to been through Something similar Or something like that Reach out I'm pretty sure He more than willing To have a conversation with you As long as you Keep it respectful Come respectful And all of that Once again If y'all ready to If y'all wanna We would love to hear from y'all We would love to Get to know y'all here If y'all got any more questions If y'all want us to If y'all have any questions For Turk Just hit us up Y'all already know 
Instagram, so here's the thing dot pod, Facebook and Twitter, SHTT pod. Uh, if y'all don't do the social media thing, y'all can hit us on email at so here's the thing at yahoo.com. You know, as always, uh, we on all audio platforms, all podcast related platforms, we there. Um, Apple, Spotify, Title, whatever the case may be, we there. Our Heart Media, Anchor app, all of those things we there, like I said. And if you want to check out the uh, the playlist that we curated today, as always, it's on title, keyword. Uh, so here's the thing. This is episode 23. 23? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. So just type in, um, you know, so here's the thing. Episode 23, we'll have a link provided below. You can hear the vibes that we had. Like he said, thank you for coming through. It's your man Stiz, man. Yo, it's two. This is Turk. We out of here.